you are now listening to the happiness project podcast that has touched more than 80000 lives and has evolved in more than 100 plus countries and is available on 10 plus platforms please do subscribe to the happiness project podcast by rena jen so you never miss out on a single episode on the show episodes release every fridays You can also rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher or any other platform that you're listening this podcast on because your support will go a long long way. Hi, my name is Rena Jain. I'm a psychologist, wellness coach and a podcaster. You're now listening to the Happiness Project podcast. A podcast that will help you look at things differently and push you to have a better experience of life. My wish for you is that you find peace in this moment. That you do things that really lights up your soul and sets it up on fire. That you keep pushing yourself to be a better person with a grateful and compassionate heart that you put yourself out there because life is too short to be living for anybody else but you i really wish you bloom with grace because trust me you are one intention away from an entirely different life Hello guys I hope you're not doing well. Um I'm going to be interviewing people who are going to help us understand ourselves a little better and understand our potential in the best way possible. And I'm so excited to have Ashley on my show today. Well Ashley Holt is passionate and committed to bringing women's voices and leadership into the world. Ashley is a mother of two daughters, best-selling author, non-profit founder, motivational speaker, former international finalist and international podcast host after facing divorce and becoming a single parent ashley reinvented her life and turned her pain into power and purpose goddess wake up is ashley's 6th book her mission through all of her work is to empower others to claim their power and recognize their highest potential and live their best life her other works include i'm brave Soul Strong Living for Girls, Miko the Perfectly Imperfect Pug, Fearless with Finley, Make a Wish with Marley and Beyond the Woman. Ashley's dynamic professional experience includes a successful career with a Fortune 500 company where she excelled in personal development coaching and women's leadership roles. She also previously was connecting women to their community through her impactful role with the South's largest digital publication for women ashley is a passionate student of number 1 new york times best seller author and opera super soul sunday expert gabriel bernstein's masterclass and she's also trained and certified in eft that is emotional freedom technique and nlp that is neuro linguistic programming and other holistic practices ashley's passion to inspire children teens and women find their voice and to live life to their highest potential has led her to work as an author, speaker and empowerment coach. 
Ashley has a powerful voice and message for any generation. Her dynamic and energetic speaking platform is uniquely designed to prove tailored keynotes, seminars and workshops that are engaging and ensure a memorable experience every time. She creates her programs to fit your needs. Her words and methods will inspire you to dream big, focus on what matters and to embrace a life filled with infinite love and possibilities. Well, in this episode today, Ashley and I talk about claiming your power, recognizing your potential and living your best life. She talks about the goddess mindset and how to embark on this transformation journey. Well, without taking another moment, let us now welcome Ashley Holt on the Happiness Project podcast. Hey, Ashley, how are you? Hi, I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me on today. It is such a pleasure to have you on my show. Thanks for being here. Thank you. I always love connecting to other like-minded souls and individuals, and in my case, goddesses. Absolutely. The feeling is mutual, to be very honest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love all that you're doing and all that you're putting out in the world, and I'm just so grateful to connect. That means so, so much to me. Honestly, you are committed to bringing women's voices and leadership into the world. And being a mother of two daughters, a best-selling author, non-profit founder, motivational speaker, and an international podcast host. How have you managed it all so far? Tell us all about your journey. Wow. Well, thank you so much. You know, I guess the good news is I didn't do it all at the same time. I think, you know, it was part of each part of everything you said was also part of my journey. And then when you put it all together, I still kind of am so humbled when people read that back because (laughs) all of that was just doing the things I really love that gave light to my soul. So, of course, I am a mom of two and that's my most important role, but I am so, um, I guess my most proud accomplishment is just being able to write and to use my voice to help other women and hopefully empower them to to just dream big and to believe in themselves again and to really connect to that light in their soul that they're supposed to put out into the world. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of your work focuses on uh, claiming your own power, recognizing your highest potential and living your best life. But it's not as but it's not as easy as it sounds, right? So how do you empower others on this journey with you? Well, I'll tell you a funny story. So Goddess Wake Up is my newest release and and the subtitle is Claim Your Power, Recognize Your Highest Potential, Live Your Best Life. Mm -hmm. But before that, I actually spent about two years writing a completely different book. And it was really, uh, you know, I really dug deep into my pain and my traumas. And it was the good, the bad, and the ugly, so to speak. And it was this huge emotional journey for me as I was just getting all that stuff out of me. And when it came time to put it out into the world, I was just staring at it saying, this isn't, this something isn't right. Something's missing. Mm -hmm. And I was so frustrated because I had spent so much time on it. And then it hit me that all of that needed to come out. I needed to get all of that out of me. And then it was at that moment, I realized that pain wasn't necessarily the story. You know, there's that cliche statement, my mess is my message. And I I do believe in that. But at that point, once I I stood back and I looked at it, I said, that was just part of the journey, but that's not my message anymore. That isn't 
who I am now. That's part of what got me here. And then I looked at all of that and what I wanted the message to be was how did I get through all of that? You know, so how did I get through all of that yucky, dark, painful stuff? And that's when I came up with Goddess Wake Up. So the word goddess is an acronym and it's the seven steps that helped me get through all of that. And but that became something that was more empowering for me than just I talk about my pain and my traumas and all of that. I'm, I'm a very open book, so to speak, about that. But more importantly, I wanted people to have a tool and a plan and a guide to get to the other side. And so that became my 28-day goddess mindset transformation because everything starts, you know, your neural pathways start rewiring themselves in that 28 days. And if you can make these important steps part of your everyday life, Every 28 days becomes a new transformation and a new journey for you that's taking you to your highest potential instead of being stuck in the past and stuck in your pain and stuck in your fears. Oh, yes, that sounds fantastic. And honestly, a lot of people out there are stuck in their past. You know, they're living in the same uh, dark phase, but they really don't know how to get out of it. So what exactly is the goddess mindset and how can people embark on this 28-day goddess mindset transformation journey yes so it's seven key steps that spell the word goddess because i wanted it to be super easy so i want women to wake up and say every every morning wake up and go i am a goddess but that (laughs) has more meaning than just the word goddess but more importantly it's you've got to give yourself five minutes a day for 28 days you know i always laugh because people are like i'm too busy i don't have time well, how, how, how much do we spend time scrolling on Instagram and Facebook? I can guarantee you it's more than five minutes a day. So that's the first step is you have to commit for 28 days. Give yourself five minutes. And, you know, that can be reading 10 pages of the book. That can be um, a five minute. I call it the goddess meditation. And I have that on YouTube for people. So if you're on the way to work, listen to the meditation while you put on your makeup. Um, you know, just get into you know, committing this time to yourself because you got to know who you are. You got to know what you want and you got to know where you want to go. And that's only person that can answer those questions is each individual. Right. That's, that's wonderful. I think this is so handy and anyone would, you know, want to get onto this because it's not really difficult either. So what exactly is the acronym for goddess? Yes. So G is get outside your comfort zone because that has to be the first step because we get so comfortable with being uncomfortable, really, like if you're stuck, you're probably stuck in excuses, you're stuck in your pain, you're stuck in your past. Mm -hmm. So in order to get unstuck, you got to do new things. And um, so that's step one. And I, that chapter is filled with goddess secrets, but really it's about taking inventory of your life. And I call this the goddess wheel of life, but you really look at like the six main areas your career, your finances, your family, your spirituality, your hobbies, these things that are really important and how you spend your daily, your day. So you give them a score of one to 10. 10 meaning I am so happy. I'm off the charts happy in this area of my life. One is I, it's not working for me at all, right? right. So uh-huh. when you really take that snapshot of your life, you know where you need to work. <laughs> you know, you know where you kind of need to hone in on. 
And when you do that, for example, if your finances or your career is at a one, two or three, why is it there? Mm. And how do you make it better? And so when you do that, you, the, your little inner critic starts saying, well, I don't have time and I can't do that. And I'm not good enough or I'm not smart enough. All these excuses um, start creeping into those areas. And so that's where you have to go, wow, are those things really true? Or am I just getting stuck in my excuse? Um, and so then that actually leads to O and goddess, which is uh -huh. overcome negative self-talk. Because once you're aware of these areas in your life that need you to focus on them, you're aware of your excuses. You're aware of your, I call them SLBs, your self-limiting beliefs that you have to change the script in your mind. So if you're, you're not happy with your finances, but you're telling yourself you're not smart enough, you don't have enough resources, you don't have the support, that's where we have to change the script. We have to change that into a belief system that works for you around that area. Right. And that's all about overcoming negative self-talk and more importantly, incorporating positive affirmations in your life, mm -hmm. because I say they saved my life. There was in my deepest, darkest moments, I had no self-worth. I had no confidence. I had low self-esteem. And one day they were introduced to me. And I remember thinking, how in the world is this working for me? You know, because it can be a little silly. People think they're silly or how does just saying I am strong, I am beautiful, I am powerful really start working in your life? Mm. I don't really know. I just know it saved my life. Right. And when I started uh, saying them out loud and speaking them into existence, things started happening for me. Mm. And I don't know if you know this, um, I'm sure you do, <laughs> but you can actually learn another language in your sleep because your subconscious and your mind is still working. working. It takes a while, mm -hmm. but you can actually, you know, your mind is still aware. So mm -hmm. I thought, what if I listen to affirmations while I sleep at night? Can this transform my lack of self-worth? And from night one, I drastically started becoming a different person. So this is a huge chapter for me because it, it's so personal and actually I, uh, my, I wasn't planning on being an author and a speaker and all of these things. I had a background in sales and marketing, <laughs> and, you know, and, and so all of a sudden I found myself in divorce and, you know, having to build up my self-worth and my confidence to, to put, to start over in, you know, close to 40 and affirmations did that for me. And then I started, um, when I was going through divorce, my kids, I wanted to make sure that they were okay during this time. I wanted to make sure that they had confidence or just knew they were loved. And so I started incorporating affirmations with them. Mm -hmm. And that became our first book. I was just writing a cute little story down with affirmations for us to read at night. And my, my oldest daughter was a great artist. And I thought, oh, she can draw these pictures and I'll just write a fun story with some affirmations. We'll tie it with some ribbon. Mm -hmm. And that ended up becoming my first book. And um, so all of my books are filled, it started out with children's books. And then I ended up writing one for teen girls. And then that led to one for women. But they're all about building self-esteem and confidence. And they're all, um, they all incorporate positive affirmations. Absolutely. I think this is one of the things that I live by myself when affirmations have changed my life too and um, honestly I was introduced to affirmation by Louise Hay and I yes. 
I love it. I think it's it's the more you do it, the more you believe in it, and I think it just kind of grows on you, and it's amazing. So yeah, I get it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's definitely part of this twenty eight days. But even now, affirmations are all over our house. They're on my daughter's mirrors. They're in the car. They're on the doors. If you could see, you know on the other side of this, <laughs> they're, they're everywhere. So there's these things that you, that I hope people incorporate into their life for the 28 days. It does not need to stop at 28 days. These are going to be lifelong lessons that will become part of your daily routine that will consistently make you um, just the person that you really, truly desire and want to be. And, you know, when you spoke about getting out of your comfort zone, I think that's where the most growth lies. But um, this is what's happening in the world, especially COVID. And it's, it's taken a toll on everybody's uh, mental health. So how do we get out of that dark space and move towards the 28-day transformation journey? You know, for me, and, and I'm sh- from this conversation, I'm guessing you're big on intentional living. Yeah. And... I get up every morning and I write in my journal and I say my dominant intention today is and you know whatever it might be but I always say intentions are like the GPS of our soul so just like if you were to get if you wanted to go across the country to drive across the country you would just jump in the car and start driving without directions right you get in the car you put on your GPS so you can get there quick and fast right? So that's how I feel about intentions are. And when you write those every day, you don't have to, but Mm -hmm. if you do, you're going to get to where you want to go a lot faster. (laughs) So if you're going to, if you're going to use a GPS for your physical location, please use the GPS for your heart and your soul and your purpose. You know, you have to connect to that. Absolutely. And Everybody, I think, just needs a helping hand because not many people know how to navigate their lives through this journey. And here you are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I guess I left out the most important part about that because intentional living is so important and affirmation. So each chapter has a intention that you say every day while you read that chapter. So, for example, G. The affirmation is, I am getting outside my comfort zone. So I ask that you say that three times every day. Like, look in the mirror, say, I'm getting outside my comfort zone. I am getting outside my comfort zone. I am getting outside my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And then the intention that goes along with it is, I am open to receive guidance, strength, and courage to step into my life's highest purpose. Because intentions are not about goals that are are, are a win or lose or a a win or fail type situation they are an emotional connection to where you want to go and you kind of have to surrender and let the universe do the rest right like if you call in and order a pizza you call it in and you know it's going to be delivered to you 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 don't go to the pizza store (laughs) watch them make it make sure they put on the right things get in the car with them deliver it to yourself right so the same thing, like you've got to set your intention and then trust and surrender that that it's being done. Right. I totally agree with you. But uh, I've also seen a lot of people uh, see surrendering in a very negative light, as if it, there's something wrong when you talk about surrendering. So can you clarify that for my listeners? <laughs> That's a great question. You know, surrender does not mean don't do anything. Surrender just means be connected to what, who you are and what you want 
and do whatever it takes to connect to it every day. Right. And that's called aligned action. Mm. And aligned action can be part of surrendering. Right. So that's, that's how I feel about that. When you, when you are connected to your purpose, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean just take a nap and sleep and, and, and don't have any passion. Connect to the passion. And when you connect to the passion, that leads to the aligned action, which leads, leads to you being a magnet for, for what that is that you desire. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think when, you, when your everyday is filled with aligned actions and then you surrender, I think you, you feel more safe with who you are. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. And you know, that actually leads (laughs) to the next chapter, which is D and that's dare to dream big and dreaming big is part of aligned action. Mm -hmm. You know, dreaming big is also part of surrendering because in the, in the goddess meditation, I say, I surrender to the greatness within me. My dreams are my destiny. Mm -hmm. And that you've got to connect to your dreams. You got to give power to your dreams. What we do, we wake up every morning and we're stressed and worried and um, have all this anxiety about what happened yesterday Uh or what we're afraid is going to happen tomorrow instead of being here today and saying, well, what do I want today and how can I feel good? Because it's important to feel good. And what makes you feel good? Dreaming about all the things that you really want. Mm -hmm. And when I say the things you really want, I don't necessarily mean materialistic things. I mean, what do you really, how do you really want to live your life? Like to wake up and say, I'm a goddess. I can't wait to see all the things that are available for me today. How do you connect to those instead of being afraid of them? Absolutely. And that is so important, right? Really dreaming big, because I think in the hustle and bustle of, everyday life we really forget to even dream so we forget to dream and what did we do as children I was thinking about this the other day I would as a child I would go outside and I loved being out in nature nature I just remember like thinking everything looks so magical and beautiful and you know I want to be have that spirit again like have that childlike spirit where anything's possible Mm -hmm. and you know always I, I call it the what if game because we don't expand our consciousness really to what's possible. So always when I'm working with women, I'm like, what's your dream? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I want to be a good mom. Well, of course you want to be a good mom. So if you were the best mom right now, like what would you want to go do tomorrow? You know, and then they'll, they'll answer. But then what if that came true? What if that came true? What would you do next? And I asked that six times. We go six levels deeper. And then the thing is, that's where you want to be. You don't want to stop dreaming that like, okay, what's possible for me today or tomorrow? You want to say, well, what if that's already here? So what are you going to do next and next and next and next? And then that's what you need to focus on. Wow. I think one of the things that I am realizing, you know, with time is that a lot of us put limitations on our own selves and we are the only ones who are coming in our own way of achieving great things in life. So how do we learn not to limit ourselves with only certain things that we've set our mind to do? Because everything is possible in the world. So how do we become limitless? Yeah, that's a great question, right? Because that's the whole, the second subtitle is recognize your highest potential and align to that. 
So first, so you, you couldn't have asked a better question because it all goes in order. <laughs> Once you've gotten outside your comfort zone, when you've taken a snapshot of your life and you know the areas where those self-limiting beliefs are holding you back, once you are aware of that voice and you can flip the script from the limiting belief to the affirmation, and then you start speaking these affirmations into existence, your confidence is building. You're writing down your intentions. You're open to step into your highest purpose. So you've gotten outside your comfort zone. You're overcoming the negative self-talk. You're dreaming again. You're remembering who you are and what you want to be. And you're giving power to the potential instead of the past. I mean, that's the biggest thing. All of that. These are baby steps that are giving so much more power to the potential. Mm -hmm. And so then you you declare it to the universe. And I love this because um, in this chapter, declare your desires to the universe. I make each goddess sign a contract with themselves because what do we do? We sign contracts all day, every day for our house, for our loans, for our car, for where we live, for our job, for our cell phone. I mean, the list goes on and on, but where's the contract with your dream and with yourself? So this is just a fun tool, but it's the intention of it. Like you are writing a contract with yourself on your highest potential, on your dream. And you don't give up on that contract. Just like you wouldn't not pay your mortgage. You get kicked out, right? Or, you know, you lose your home. So sign it with yourself. And um, then the biggest thing next is E, expect miracles. Because what do we do? Oh, no, that can't happen. That's not going to happen for me. Mm. Yes, it's going to start happening for you. And this is, you start declaring this to the universe. This is what's happening for me today. This is what's happening for me this month. Because when you speak to the universe like that, you become a huge magnet for miracles and start connecting to the what ifs that could go right. What if it does go right? What if it is in alignment for you? What is your purpose? What if you are magnificently supported once you start giving power to that? What if those things, instead of what if it goes wrong? What if people make fun of me? What if I get judged? What if I fail? Yes, I think we're so used to just getting into the negative thinking loop. And we always, always think about the worst case scenario. So what if you know, it works out? I think that what is if it out? to be entertained. And, and, you know, I'm guessing you, you're probably a big um, law of attraction guru yourself because this is what we're doing this is why i say claim your power because all day every day we are walking around attracting something into our life whether we know it or not intentionally or unintentionally we are constantly magnets and the magnet is our thoughts so you take your power back when you take your your power back over your mind and you're aware that You know, it's up to you what you attract into your life. Are you giving power to limitation or are you giving power to to the potential? But you got to take your power back every second of every day you have that that opportunity. And it's a choice. Yeah. I think most people go through their entire life living a lie, right? And people don't even realize that there was this power within them all along. And they were constantly looking for it outside of them. 
Yes. And that was the biggest aha moment for me is when my whole life, you know, I was 37 at the time of my divorce, but it was really at that moment where I realized my whole life, I'd been looking to everything outside of me for power. Like it, this person has power over me. Money has power over me. Religion has power over me. All these things have the power, mm. but that wasn't right. That wasn't true. The power was me. And the power was my ability to make choices for myself on the life I wanted. And yes, you can stay in, you know, for me, I was, as a child, my, my mom was unemotion, emotionally unavailable to me. Mm-hmm. And I grew up with this story, I'm unlovable. I always felt in the way and I was a bother and I was to be seen and not heard. And even I was um, around the time of my divorce, I happened to find a letter that was in my mom's drawer still to this day. And I read it and I was about 12 years old when I wrote it. And it said, dear mom, I'm sorry I ruined your life. That's, that was the first sentence. And I was just dumbfounded by reading it. I don't remember writing that, but my daughter was 12 at the time. And I'm thinking my daughter will never write this letter to me. You know, so those thoughts, um, I had to, to understand that I was carrying around that story yeah. and I didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It took me so long. I was 37 before I realized I was carrying around a story that I was unlovable. I was always in the way. I wasn't worthy of love. I was impossible to love. Mm-hmm. So guess what? My whole life, I had been attracting unintentionally more people into my life that reflected that story to me, whether it had been friends, romantic partners, jobs. Everything in my life at that point was a mirror showing me that I was unlovable because I had unconsciously and unintentionally been walking around attracting more of that because that's all I knew. Yeah. So when I had to go through my healing journey and I realized that was a story I was telling myself, guess what I did? That wasn't even true. I'd been living a whole life based on a story that wasn't true because I was always lovable. And so when I work with women and I can dig in and find that story for them and make sure that they are aware that that is not the truth mm-hmm. and they have been living a lie. I mean, radical things happen. Like I get teared up thinking about the stories that I hear women tell me in my own, like they're heartbreaking. And until you really make yourself a priority and start doing this work and investing in yourself and in your purpose and who you really are and in your truth, you don't know that you're walking around attracting all the wrong things Mm. unintentionally. Absolutely. I think it's just one narrative that has so much of power on us that we've been telling ourselves for a lifetime. And that moment where you realize that, you know what, this is just a story which can be changed and I can change that. That's where the power lies. You know, and I... With my daughters, um, my oldest is 14, my youngest is 10. But, you know, they went through this sister fighting phase. (laughs) And they were just always so mad at each other and so mad at each other. I'm like, what is going on here? Stop. And, you know, one of them's like, my sister hates me. And, you know, no, she hates me. And I'm like, whoa, you know what? Y'all are both telling yourself a lie right now. And we're going to knock this out. Otherwise, you're going to carry this until you're 40 and thinking like everyone hates you. So we, I like sat down with them and especially my 14 year old, cause she's in middle school and all the things that come at her. 
I made her write down all of her, the lies that she's telling herself. Like, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not athletic enough because I didn't make this team. Um, I'm not pretty enough. And then like, she writes out the lie and we burn it because I'm like, this is not the truth. And you're never going to believe that. But to check in with your kids for anyone, especially girls, I mean, boys too, but you know, especially girls that are teenagers, you've got to know the lies that they're telling themselves and um, do whatever it takes to, to make sure that they don't carry that with them. I think that is so intentional, you know, um, a lot of parents should be doing that with their kids is because that is a very tender age, especially teenage. And yeah. a lot of things that you tell yourself kind of leads to you being a very broken person when you are old and we don't want any more broken people out there so it all starts at the foundation the way you build your child's life I think it's all there it was so important to me because again I told you like my childhood story but then guess what so I'm in middle school and all of those things I was just absorbing and believing more things were my truth and um, you, so when my daughter hit middle school, I'd already written the children's books. I thought, I'm writing her a book. It's going to be like a, all the things I wish I had known at 13, right? <laughs> if, I, if someone had just breathed this life into me at 13, how things could have been different for me. And so that book, it's called I Am Brave, Soul Strong Living for Girls. And it's the same premise. Brave is the acronym. And, um, but that's just to, to remind teenage girls at that age when they're so, so vulnerable to believe the wrong things, to, to, to believe the right thing. And it was at that time I started aligning with nonprofit girls organizations and I would speak to these audiences and to these girls and I was so passionate about it, of course. And then at the end, the moms would come to me and they said, I needed that. I know that you're speaking to the girls, but I'm 40 and I needed that message. And then that's when <laughs> it hit me. I was like, it's time for my, it's time for the next book. And it's going to be, you know, more in depth and um, specifically for women who need the message now that they have to go back and redo it. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I think uh, we all are constantly redoing or undoing those things that we've learned in, in our past and uh, probably recreating a very intentional life for ourselves. And one of the things that you also talk about in your book is about self-love. I can't explain how I literally live that every single day and how important it is for me. So what exactly, uh, you know, do you have in your book about self-love? Yes, well, I, from my own experience and my own healing journey, you know, I, I was coming across positive affirmations and I was coming across all this stuff. You know, I was like a camel in the desert, just trying to soak up everything I could. And I kept coming across self-love, self-love. And I was like, what is that? And I remember asking, you know, a mentor of mine, like, what is, what is self-love to you? And, you know, I can't remember what her answer was, but I just remember not really understanding what that is. And, and now when I'm working with women, I know they feel the same because they're coming to me and they're saying, what, what is it? What is that? And we have two false perceptions, in my opinion. One, that self-love is selfish. That if we love ourselves, if we embrace self-love, then we are selfish. And I want to change that because self-love is not selfish. Self-love is honor. And when you think of a goddess, she walks in a room or she she has a superpower that she honors so much because she knows that that is her purpose in the world. And if she does not guard it and protect it, 
and give power to it, then she cannot help the world. Like her power is to help the world. But if she just gives it away or ignores it, mm-hmm. what, what can you do? So self-love is not selfish. Self-love is honor. And it is your divine feminine energy that you have to connect to. And the other false perception is that means you should go to the spa or get your nails done or take a bath. <laughs> and yes, those are, are your forms of self-love. If you need that to heal or to um, have some time for yourself, do it. But self-love to me, and this is like the aha moment for, for goddess wake up. Self-love is putting these seven keys steps into place. And when you do that, that is self-love. So to recap, self-love, you got to get outside your comfort zone. Self-love, you've got to overcome negative self-talk. Self-love, you've got to dream big again. Self-love, you've got to declare your desires to the universe. Make that contract with yourself. That's self-love. Self-love is expecting miracles. Self-love is standing in your truth because now you have the confidence and and the tools to do it. Mm -hmm. And then the last S for goddess is surrender to self-love. So to me, when people say, what is self-love? That is why I threw that other book in the trash. And I thought, how did I get here? How did I get to the other side? Self-love. And I had to like figure it out. I didn't have the seven steps at the time. I just know when I'm looking back and reflecting Mm-hmm. on the journey after what did I do and without those seven steps mm-hmm. you know life would be very different for me absolutely and I think we all should be embarking on this 28 day journey and get into loving ourselves a little more you got to and it's fun like once you start doing it it's fun and then you go how did I never not do this for myself yeah. because when you, when you prioritize yourself and who you are and the gift and the light that you are to the world, you become a better mom, you become a better employee, you become a better boss, a better spouse, a better community servant. Everything in your life becomes better because you are better. Absolutely. Well, this has been wonderful so far. Um, I remember one of the things that you mentioned earlier was about the five minute goddess meditation. What exactly is that? So the five minutes, so that was kind of another thing when I, I had never done meditations before. And, um, but I, I grew, grew up, you know, praying a lot. I was always praying, praying, praying. And then it kind of hit me or someone told me like praying is asking, and meditation is listening. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's so true, right? When we pray, I'm sure, you know, everyone has their own prayer that they say, but usually we're like, please, 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 give me this, send me a sign, asking, asking, asking. <laughs> and when do we actually allow ourselves just to listen? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, some people don't like to do it in silence. I can, I love to be out in nature and just listen to this nature around me. But if you're, if you're new to meditations, like I was at one time, I love guided meditations. And so this is just a five minute daily goddess meditation that's filled with affirmations. And it's just going to, I love it. I still listen to it every day. It's my voice and I created it um, with the intent just to awaken that inner goddess with everyone who, everyone who listens to it. So if nothing else, you know, when I was a single mom and going through divorce, I didn't have money for workshops. 
I didn't have money for empowerment coaches. You know, I don't even know if I had money for books. You know, I was, I was trying just to get food on the table, you know? Yeah. And so if you can't buy the book, go to YouTube. It's a free resource. Listen to it for five minutes. I can guarantee you the intention behind it is powerful and it will make, it will make a difference in, in every listener. I'm going to do that right away after our interview. <laughs> <laughs> I am so. It, it's so like personal and, and special to me. Um, you, when I listen to it, sometimes I just envision, you know, like women around the world listening to it. And I'm so like humbled by that opportunity just to, to help breathe that life into somebody. And so every time when I know people are listening to it, it touches my heart. Really, <laughs> you know, you have an interactive YouTube video for each chapter. So since we're coming towards the end of our episode, how can people connect with you? Well, I've had so much fun. I hope you've had fun. And thank you again for having me. But yes, again, just going back to your free resources, because, you know, sometimes you just don't have them. So I wanted to provide as much as I could. Um, so each chapter in the book has an interactive YouTube video because I remember feeling so lonely and unsupported and stuck. And um, I just wanted the readers to be able to connect to me and see me and hear my voice because sometimes you just need to hear a voice or someone that, you know, feel that someone hears you or sees you. And so that's what I did. (laughs) So I hope that will help some people. And so the YouTube is Ashley Holt, author, speaker, coach, and there's all sorts of resources on there. And I'm in the process of, of doing some new things with it. So please subscribe and I'll be having some weekly videos and uh, extra goddess love. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to be mentioning all the links in the show notes of this episode. And it was lovely connecting with you, Ashley. It was wonderful having you on my show, enlightening us all on this uh, entire topic of goddess i think it was incredible thank you for doing this for all of us oh thank you thank you so much and i have a podcast goddess talk as well and i'm in the process of working on the next series so be expecting a email (laughs) Perfect. perfect thanks a lot thank you so much